Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. My name is Corrine Pettit, and today we'll talk about fashion tips with someone who knows how to stay in style while living with psoriasis, fashionista Alicia Bridges, one of the National Psoriasis Foundation's extraordinary volunteers who helps the foundation in so many ways. From social media, writing blogs, chairing committees, and raising money through Team MPF activities, to providing support at events for youth and more. Alicia is also a past recipient of the Foundation's Outstanding Volunteer Leadership Award. No matter what she does, Alicia always has a sense of style without compromising her psoriatic disease or what she does. I hope you're as anxious as I am to hear about what tips Alicia can provide. Welcome, Alicia. It's a pleasure having you on Soundbites today. So we know that some people feel hiding their psoriasis is the best approach when thinking about what to wear. Do you agree with this approach? Well, I think people should do what they're most comfortable with. If that means concealing their condition with clothes, I don't see anything wrong with that. I know as a person who is 90% covered, sometimes it could be very overwhelming to go out in public among strangers and to have your condition visible. So if clothes is what it takes to make you feel your best you and to feel the most comfortable, I definitely would say that that is okay. And if you're a person who doesn't like to cover up, who can flaunt your spots without any regrets, that is okay as well. And since we're moving now into cooler weather with some areas even having snow already, uh, can you recommend what to wear and what to avoid? It seems like fabric textures such as wool could be a problem. It's itchy even to those who don't have psoriasis. Yeah, so I would say that layering is your best option. If you have a reaction to wool because it can be very itchy due to the material, I would suggest wearing a cotton long sleeve top under the wool sweater and then just layering it that way. So that way there's kind of a barrier between your skin and the wool sweater, but you still remain warm and toasty. I definitely would suggest layering when it comes to fashion, especially if you have wool sweaters or materials that are similar to wool. Those materials can tend to be very itchy on the skin and kind of increase your psoriasis symptoms such as the itching and feeling uncomfortable. So if you're going to wear those type of materials, I would suggest creating a barrier. So maybe wearing a cotton top under the sweater so that way there's something between your skin and the wool or the sweater material, but you still can remain warm and and covered up as the colder winter months approach. That's a great recommendation. So continuing with fabric textures, are there any particular fabrics that are better or you feel should be avoided when your psoriasis is flaring? So for me personally, there are some go-to materials that I like to wear. Of course, the top of the list is cotton. It's easy to clean. It does not stain when you put on topical treatments and it's easy to wash. The next would be polyester, rayon, satin, or chiffon. Those materials are really lightweight. And for me, they're some of my favorite materials to wear in the summertime because I get the coverage that I need. But 
it's also very lightweight and people aren't looking at me strange for having on long sleeves. But the challenges with those materials is if you're using a topical treatment, they can stain really easily. So sometimes you may see grease marks or if you scratch and you uh, happen to see blood, sometimes those tops are a little bit harder um, to get the blood out of. So there are kind of pros and cons to all of the materials, but those are my go-to. And who doesn't love a good chiffon top? Right. (laughs) And are there certain fabrics that hold on to the flakes more than others? Yes, I would say that any sweater type material will hold on to the flakes um, more than other materials. And with sweaters, a lot of times it's kind of um, grooved in a sense, uh, the way that the material is put together. So it's just a lot easier for the flakes to, to get embedded in the sweaters and to stay. I will also say like knitted material, which is kind of similar to sweater material, also presents those same problems. So uh, if you found something really cute that you really wanted to wear, but you knew it had the potential to pull at your skin, is layering another good solution in that situation also? Yes, I would definitely say layering will be good. Also making sure that your skin is really moisturized because the more moisturized your skin is, I think the less agitated you will become with the different materials. What I like to do is if I'm wearing a really cute top, but I'm worried about ointment stains, oil stains, or grease stains get in the top, I will slather down in the ointment, wipe away the excess, and then wait for about 10 minutes before I get dressed to avoid ruining my clothes. So those are just some tips that I could provide when it comes to wanting to wear something cute, but the potential of it being uncomfortable or you staining it with the topical treatments. Hey, sounds like a practical solution. Uh, so what about tight fitting clothes versus loose fitting? Does that make a difference? It can make a difference, but it really depends on where your psoriasis is located. For me, if I have psoriasis on my ankles, uh, tight socks like the crew socks that come up uh, past your ankle or to your calf can be really uncomfortable, especially if I'm exercising and I'm sweating. So I opt for something like the footy socks, which don't go past your ankle. Like they literally cover up your foot and you can't even see them past your shoe. Also for some people, when it comes to having psoriasis around their abdomen or on their back, sometimes underwear, can be kind of irritating because underwear is tight. And if you have psoriasis in those areas, it definitely can be irritating for the skin. Even some long sleeve tops, um, depending on how the sleeves are made at the bottom, how tight the sleeves are, sometimes can also be uncomfortable. So it just kind of depends on where the condition is. And I would just say you have to do what's most comfortable for you. And that is going to be different for everyone. So we hear people say a lot that they avoid wearing black or other dark colors because the flakes are more noticeable. Do you feel that's necessary? And if so, what are some good alternatives? Well, I never feel like it's absolutely necessary. It just depends on what a person is comfortable with. A lot of people do avoid black because if you have scalp psoriasis, it's very easy for those flakes to appear and it can cause embarrassment or cause people to ask you a lot of different questions. And a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. So if you are one of those people, I would suggest wearing a light colors because then you won't see the flakes. I've also learned to buy tops that are busy. And what I mean by that, 
is tops that have prints. And so the print kind of camouflages um, any psoriasis flakes that fall onto your shirt because the shirt is so busy that the flakes kind of blend in. And then the other option, if you just love wearing black and that's what you opt to do, is just keeping a lint roller handy. And so I have one at my desk. If I see that my shoulders are getting kind of flaky, I just simply take that lint roller and remove the flakes. And so that's really easy and practical to do. Yeah, nowadays they have the cute little ones you can even stick in your purse. Exactly. They have all different sizes and even with different prints, which I think is pretty cool. And are there any other colors that should be avoided? Again, uh, if you're worried about your flakes showing, I would avoid uh, any type of dark color. So that would be blacks, browns, really dark blues, dark purples. And I would opt for going for lighter color tops. Do the lighter colors have a potential to show like blood or you mentioned ointments earlier? Would they be more prone to those? Uh, yes, definitely. Um what's funny about that is just the other day I was at an event and I had on a really light colored top and uh, I could feel that my back was itching. So I, of course I scratch it and then I feel like a liquidy substance. I'm like, oh my gosh, I broke skin. I'm bleeding. So that gave me some anxiety. It was nothing that I could do when I was at the event. I wasn't really sure whether or not I had in fact broke skin or if that was just my insecurity. I didn't want anyone to look on my behalf because at that point it was kind of like, well, what am I going to do if there is blood? And sure enough, when I got home and took off the top, there was a blood stain. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So I, it just, it just kind of put me in the place that no matter how comfortable you are with this disease or how confident you are, like there's always going to be challenges in some way. So with that being said, it's kind of not practical to say, all right, well, you should only wear one color. Like I could say, well, get a closet full of red so that if your skin does bleed, like it would just blend in with the shirt. So that's just not practical. Um, I would say that, yes, uh, wearing lighter color shirts, you do run the risk of blood potentially being seen through those shirts. But that is why it's very important to find a treatment that works uh, to make sure you're moisturizing your skin so you can eliminate some of the possibility of having to scratch in your skin breaking. I would also suggest that if you do happen to stain your shirts with blood, you can get like a Tide pin. And a Tide pin, I think it's like, has like a little soap. You can get them at your local drugstore and you just kind of mark the spot and it loosens up the blood particles so it doesn't ruin your shirt. Um, so I would, make, I would recommend keeping that handy as well if you have an issue with uh, your shirts being stained with blood. Yeah, those are a lifesaver. So at some point, it'll be summer again. Bare shoulders and arms, shorts and summer dresses. Uh, the hot weather can aggravate plaques. Can you make any recommendations about what to wear that's comfortable and stylish? I would definitely say uh, free flowing materials and I'm always speaking from the perspective of a woman so I know for men can be a little bit different when it comes to their fashion options but for me in the summertime again 
Um, the lightweight polyester rayon satin and chiffon always works well for me. So I love wearing really long, free-flowing maxi skirts and dresses. They're very summery, but they give me the coverage I need because my legs are, are pretty covered um, and have severe psoriasis. So I love wearing long chiffon or just free-flowing dresses. So that's one way. Fun flirty tops that are lightweight, thin, and have ruffles. I love wearing those because they're lightweight and they have a summery look. Something else that I also wear is lace tops. And so lace tops are really thin and you can kind of see through them. Um, so they will keep you cool. They're very summery, but because of the lace, it kind of camouflages your psoriasis. So if I have really bad psoriasis on my arms, I will wear a lace top because the lace is so busy that a person looking at the top won't even be able to see the psoriasis. So those are some things that I do in the summer um, to kind of conceal my psoriasis, but to also remain comfortable. Great. I like that. Uh, so clothing choices represent an outer expression of how we see ourselves and, and how you want to be perceived by others. Does having a visible disease like psoriasis impact those choices along with confidence and self-esteem? And I know that you were diagnosed at a young age. So uh, how did you identify your sense of style? Oh, yes. I, I feel like psoriasis has caused me to have to overthink. And I'm a person who absolutely loves fashion. Like, it's become more of the center of my life the older I've gotten because you can just express yourself in so many ways through the clothes that you choose. And also when I have on a really cute outfit, sometimes it doesn't matter how covered I am with psoriasis, I feel good because I'm expressing myself through my fashion. It just helps my emotional levels, my mental health. It really is a form of therapy for me. Growing up, I was always very insecure with psoriasis and I only would wear like long sleeves and long pants in the summertime. And I kind of feel like my ability to express myself through fashion back then was really dampered. And I really didn't know what to wear or what to put on to cover up my psoriasis, but to still feel good. So as I've gotten older, I've learned a lot of uh, tips and tricks on feeling comfortable covering up my psoriasis, but also being really fashionable. I feel like fall and winter are some of my favorite fashion months, not only because I can kind of cover my psoriasis without a lot of questions from strangers, but I'm able to layer and add scarves and jackets and sweaters and you don't have that advantage in the summer it's like there's only so many clothes that you can take off in the summer without being inappropriate or getting in trouble so for me you don't have that same um expression through your clothes as you do when it comes to the winter and fall yeah that's great and so what do you say to people who make nasty comments or make assumptions about catching psoriasis if they see plaques on your arms or legs? That is always the toughest part for me. So it used to be that I really was afraid to show my disease and I was ashamed because I was afraid of what people would think. I was afraid of the rude and nasty comments. Now I still don't like going in public showing my uh, plaques, but it's for a different reason. I'm not so much afraid of the nasty comments, stares, or looks. I just don't necessarily want to deal with it, and I don't want to be the center of attention. So for those who do have nasty 
rude comments, it's really a reflection of their ignorance. It's really a reflection of their lack of empathy and compassion. It's really a reflection of their inability to be able to relate to someone who's different. And so I don't really take it personal. And uh, for people out there that are like that and they say rude things and they treat people nasty, you know, they will be faced with adversity one day and they will need that compassion and that empathy that they had a problem with giving to others. So, you know, life is the biggest teacher. And so I just look at it like that. Yeah, I like that viewpoint. Um, So how do you explain psoriasis to your friends or someone you're dating? That happens in two very different ways. So it used to be when I was a little bit more apprehensive with my psoriasis and letting a romantic interest know, I would play something called the question game. So basically, I would say something like, oh, what's your biggest fear? Like it would be a series of questions. And one of those questions would allow me to express my insecurities about my psoriasis. So that was typically how I would break the ice with the love interest. Now, I'm so comfortable in my condition and it's so part of my life as far as like advocacy. You see it on my social media. They kind of almost know before I can get it out. But I'm very vocal with it and just saying, hey, I have psoriasis, a disease that affects the skin. And most of my life is centered around patient advocacy and awareness about the condition. So now it's a lot more easier to talk about the condition than it was um, for me in like my early 20s. Friends and family now know because I talk about it so much. And again, it's a huge focal point of my life. But back when I was really insecure, my my friends didn't know. They knew something was going on with my skin, but a lot of them assumed that it was eczema or didn't know exactly what it was, but they knew it was something. And as far as family goes, only my really close family members knew about my psoriasis and the severity of it and kind of how it affected me. So family that was outside of like immediate family members really had no idea until I started advocating back in 2011. So on that point of talking about it, I know you wrote a blog uh, called Be Me in My Own Skin, which is fantastic. And can you talk a little bit about your story? Yes. So Being Me in My Own Skin is now simply Alicia M. Bridges. And I started the blog back in 2011. And it actually came after I went to a National Psoriasis Foundation volunteer conference. And at that conference, there was a workshop about telling your story through blogging. And at that time, I was like, hmm, I think that's something that I can do. It was kind of like a safety net because I wouldn't have to talk about it in person to anyone. I could just write what I needed to write, shut the computer off and go on about my day. So it's really been levels to my comfortability of telling my story. So it started off with the blog. And then once I started to see that so many people could relate, I started to be more vulnerable. Then it went from writing to actually showing pictures. I remember the first time I posted a picture of my psoriasis and no one that looked at the picture would know this, but I had so much anxiety. My heart was beating fast. My hands were sweating. I kept going back, thinking to myself, oh my gosh, should I just go ahead and delete it? Should I go ahead and erase it? It was so overwhelming, but I felt a sense of peace once I started seeing the supportive comments. So 
as I started to see that people in my circle weren't mean and nasty, I started to get more comfortable in being vulnerable and in expressing the most intimate and deep darkest secrets about me and my disease and now i do videos i'm always posting pictures i'm speaking at conferences i'm letting strangers know like i'm talking about psoriasis as much as i possibly can i was diagnosed with this condition when i was seven years old so i've been dealing with it for over two decades now and I was very insecure. I never wanted to talk about it. And so my hope is that my advocacy will help the next Alicia or seven-year-old with the disease be more confident and to know that they aren't alone with this disease and that there are other people rallying for them and that there are other people striving and not suffering from this disease. That's really powerful. We're so glad that you attended that conference and that it set you on this path. Yes. So do you have any favorite brands or designers that you like to wear? Yes, I have a few go-tos. The other challenge with fashion for me is that I'm really tall. Some of you all that are listening to this know this, but I am six foot two inches. So not only do I have the challenge of finding clothes as a woman living with psoriasis, but I also have the challenge of finding clothes as a tall woman. So some of the sites that I go to are Boohoo. Um, They have really fun, lightweight tops, but they also have a tall section. I also go to Fashion Nova. I shop at ASOS. They have really fun, cute clothes in a tall section. I also shop at Akira. Yeah, so most of the shopping that I do these days are online. And I always like to do that a little bit more than going to the store because I'm able to like look online and put outfits together. I can kind of see reviews on the clothes. I can see the materials that the clothes are made out of and Yeah, so those are some of the places that I go to to shop. That's great. And it's probably nice, too, not having to go into the changing rooms and worry about if you are in a flare, if you're going to bleed or flake on the clothes. Oh, yes, that's that's a very good point, too, that I subconsciously probably think about. But you just, yeah, you just summed it up. That's a great point. Right. Well, in closing, what's the best advice you can pass along about having psoriasis and how you look and feel? I will say that for me personally, When I look my best, as far as fashion goes, I feel my best. And so there have been studies that show that when people dress well, they dress nice, which is going to be subjective, whatever your sense of style is, that it makes you feel better. It boosts your self-esteem. It boosts your confidence, confidence, and it boosts your mood. So I would say that really investing in yourself and your fashion and wearing what makes you feel good is just another component of striving from this condition and not letting it win and not allowing it to affect you in your self-expression. So that's the advice that I would give people living with psoriasis is to be the best you by choosing fashion that makes you feel the most comfortable and makes you feel good when you put it on. Some people aren't necessarily um, into fashion and it's hard for them to put together outfits. And I will always say, go to Instagram, start following people that inspire you when it comes to fashion. Go to Pinterest and look at pins with different outfits and different clothes. If you don't know how to do something, you can always learn to do it online. So 
I would say, you know, find inspiration and then go from there. Well, thank you so much, Alicia, for your time and providing a really inspiring podcast. I even learned a few tips. Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. I hope it helps someone. You can continue to learn more about living with psoriasis from others with the disease, the latest treatments, trends, and research through Advance, the National Psoriasis Foundation's quarterly publication. You can catch our online magazine at psoriasis.org forward slash advance. Provide your email address and you'll be notified when the latest copy is available. If you're a teen who has psoriasis, hopefully this podcast inspired you to be who you are and to live comfortably with your psoriasis. If you're looking for more information to help you, check out www.psoriasis.org forward slash r hyphen spot. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us in a couple weeks for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.